Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, where each week Jonathan and his co-host interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing. Jonathan, take it away. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. It's episode 542. Got a great guest, got Ronald Gazzle from VVeams. They're really well known in the WooCommerce plugin area. We're going to be discussing all things uh, WooCommerce in this episode. And also, I've got my great co-host who is returning. So I'm going to let my guest introduce himself. Can you give us a quick 10, 20 second intro, Ronald, uh, about what you do and the company? And then we'll go into the main part of the interview. Sure. So uh, my name is uh, Ronald. I uh, work for um, Yith, as it's now known, because it's your inspiration themes. Uh, Yith is a bit bit, bit shorter, but um, even many different very, uh, versions of the pronunciation. So I'm the partnership manager Manager there. Yith is a company, like you said, specialist in uh, WooCommerce plugins. I also co-host the London WooCommerce meetup. Uh, and before I joined Yith, I was a micro-agency owner, i.e. I, uh, me and my wife and a few uh, associates to uh, run a whole lot of WooCommerce stores. So been doing it for quite a few years now. That's great. I've got my great co-host, Stephen. Would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Yeah, my name is Stephen Souter. I'm from zipfish.io. Um, we are a hosting company that specializes in optimizing not just the servers, but also the WordPress code that is running on your site to make things as fast as possible. That's great. And before going into the main part of the interview, I want to talk about one of our great sponsors, and that's Kinsta Hosting. Kinsta Hosting is a world-only hosting provider. They host the WP Tonic website, superb hosting. If you're looking for speed, looking for reliability and great support and a great UX design with great functionality, Kinsta's the place to find it if you've got a woocommerce site a learning management site anything that needs real power go to kinster um they're one of the best uh, wordpress specialized hosting providers on the market in my opinion and when you go over there and if you do buy one of their packages please tell them that you heard about them on the wp tonic show so ronald um, can you give us a quick outline of the history of the company and how long it's been in business and what you precisely do? So the company was founded by uh, Nando Papalardo, who's a Sicilian, back in 2009. He started the company, um, well, it was more of a blog, uh, teaching the Italian market in web design, uh, WordPress. That then evolved into... Um, creating themes, which they were selling on uh, Theme Forest uh, and doing rather well with those. Just a, a few themes made them the third or fourth best seller uh, for a number of years. So that that income, that uh, I think millions, that, that sort of powered the, the business moving forward. Then in 2014, Nando saw the opportunity of uh, WooCommerce, which then was part of, um, or was owned by Woo Themes or run under Woo Themes. And um, we, we, he created the first um, theme with uh, plugins like um, Ajax Search, uh, Wishlist. Uh, the first premium was then created in 2014, early 2015. Then 
uh, WooCommerce was bought up by Automatic. So that obviously was a strong confirmation that he was, you know, doing the right thing, moving in the right direction. And since then, uh, Themes or Yith has, has grown and is now 100% WooCommerce focused. The themes is a lot less. We have only one theme for sale at the moment, but not for sale. We have one theme, which is uh, we've made available for free. Um, and the plugin uh, marketplace or our own marketplace now contains 112 premium plugins. Uh, on top of that, we also have 62 free plugins on WordPress.org. Um, some of those are freemium options of uh, of the premium solutions. The um, the marketplace, so they're all developed by ourselves. Uh, a lot of the developers they've been with us since two thousand and nine, uh, and you know seen WordPress evolve. Um, started with WooCommerce right from the beginning. So there's a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience. The plugins are going through a second, if not a third, phase of uh, development. Which means that they are, um, you know, code review, updated, new features, and really try to be the absolute premium solution within the the WooCommerce market, you know, ecosystem. Um, for example, gift cards is is one of those solutions where we've taken inspiration outside of what's available within WooCommerce. You know, Amazon is a, is probably one of the best examples of how e-commerce should be run. They, you know, they've nailed a, a big part of that. I actually read that 38% of retail uh, in the US is um, online retail is, is going through Amazon, which is just an astonishing number. But anyway, that aside. Um, so, you know, going through these, these uh, development, redevelopment um, uh, of, of our plugins, we, we, we start to look at how plugins can work together, how we can optimize them, add new features, but also features that you can only do by combining them. And that that created um, you know quite a robust uh, plugin ecosystem ourselves. They're all built on the same framework, so you know compatibility and and working with with popular themes, um, also with Elementor and and Beaver Builder. You know we we test on that because that's exactly what people are after or shopkeepers. They don't want to make things compatible. It needs to just work. Uh, and so you know we do our utmost best to to make that happen. Which is really tricky, <laughs> but support is is one of those things that uh, you know we 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 give priority to 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 anything, um, which which has been challenging. I joined the company um, over a year ago, um, and I uh, I was a user uh, of the of the the suite, so I was very familiar with the with the team, with the support, with the solutions. So you know I've I've started engaging with them, and I've sort of been absorbed into this family um and i can't imagine not you know working with them now because they've been just absolutely fantastic like i said some so many of them have been there for you know years uh which which gives a really strong sense of that that family maybe it's a bit of a cliche thing to say um but you know italian spanish oh yeah that's probably also important to say so owner then moved to tenerife where he set up another base uh, so 50 percent of the company is sort of spanish in tenerife the other uh, half is in uh, Italy. Of course, we all work remotely now, although there are two offices. Uh, we have people in, in Madrid and then myself here in the UK. Um, so I'm the partnership manager uh, and I look after various uh, new partnerships, but also with our support partners. Um, and the community part is not so much 
relevant now because WordCamps aren't happening uh, <laughs> apart from the digital ones. Um, but yeah, I would have been at, uh, I think, at least six or seven US WordCamps alone this year, which mm-hmm. I regret greatly not being able to take part in. But here we go. There we go. Over to you, Stephen. Yeah, so I was um, just browsing around the YIF website and just like the breadth and the depth of plugins that you guys offer for WooCommerce was astounding. Like I've seen your plugins like kind of in the WordPress repository just as you're like looking around for random stuff, but I've never actually like dived into the company before. Um, one thing that I noticed is that like there are some plugins that um, that like Woo- WooCommerce subscriptions, we'll take that for instance, right? Yep. Like you can buy that through the WooCommerce marketplace or you guys have a WooCommerce subscription um, plugin too that um, is it looks a little bit different, but also looks like full featured and really addresses all of the issues. How do you guys align yourself as far as why would someone use Yith versus just going straight to the WooCommerce, um, uh, like e-commerce portal or whatever, and buy the subscription through them? Yeah, um, there's a bit of a history behind it. So we were very focused on bringing in users and being part of this club membership. And the club membership would give you access to all the plugins uh, and and for, you know, up to 30 licenses. That we have, um, you know, we've cut down on a little bit because it had its challenges, but also the, the, the individual plugins, they've now become so, you know, strong pieces of, of software uh, solutions in the WooCommerce ecosystem that, on their own, they, you know, they're, they're, they're really strong uh, candidates. So as a sort of a historical part, we had, um, you know, we wanted to be able to create any type of e-commerce um, setup with our plugin. So a, a club user could say, I want the marketplace, I want the membership a subscription, and a n- number of automations, uh, abandoned card connected to um, uh, MailChimp and so on. You know, we would have all of that. Uh, built in. It would work well together. It would be compatible. You know, that was or is still actually uh, very, very important to us. So being able to address all the key um, solutions for selling online using WooCommerce, including subscriptions, you know, that's why we needed to have all these these parts. If you are a club or if you are a club member, you you can suggest what you would like. So if we feel there's a really strong need of, uh, I think the point of sales solution was one of those that we had so many, so much feedback on that we we just dedicated a lot of time in creating that. But you know that has then become by far the best, um, if I may say so myself, uh, POS solution. And I've tried various of them in, in before I worked for you. Um, and and that on its own now is a, is a really strong uh, you know plugin. So. Competing, working with WooCommerce, I, I think if I was a WooCommerce user, um, I would like to join WooCommerce uh, as my solution because that gives me choice, uh, flexibility, but also compatibility. So if uh, if WooCommerce, knowing was compatible with the latest version, they, they update all the time just like WooCommerce is, you know, I would see that as a very strong candidate. If um, Yith would offer subscription and membership and dynamic pricing, and I know out of the box I can create uh, an Amazon Prime um, feature, which I 
you know, I wrote a blog post about it not so long ago to make that happen. You know, I I'd say, oh yes, yes, actually, it has just that's what I what I want. So it's not for everybody, but we'd like to think that that yes offers something much more user friendly versus other companies. Yeah, there's something really compelling about having all of these plugins housed inside of one company. Because if I go to the WooCommerce marketplace right now, I can buy various different plugins, but not all of them are supported by um, Automatic or not all of them are created by them. And then you get in those weird situations where somebody's like, oh, it's their plugin, they need to fix it. And it's like, no, it's actually that other plugin. Like try deactivating all your plugins. Um, And these kind of like support nightmares because you're all of a sudden finding yourself sitting in the middle between all these different plugin developers out there. Um, And also just like the scope that you guys have covered, I feel like you have even more options out there than what you could get in the WooCommerce marketplace right now. Like just all the various add-ons and stuff. Um, It's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, you've touched there on on, quite a sensitive subject we hear from so many users. It's that classic, oh, this doesn't work, and then it's, yeah, uh, disable all your plugins, uh, install a vanilla theme, um, and then 40 hours, 48 hours later, you're still not anywhere because, <laughs> you know, you're trying to chase where is the actual problem in the first place. So, yeah, it, it's a common thing. And I think for WooCommerce in general, that is a threat. You know, the your, your, your WooCommerce installation is just as good as the weakest plugin, and as a user... It's not in your interest to to chase down various rabbit holes to figure out where the issue now actually is. You know whether that's a piece of custom code or a, a rogue plugin or something else. You just want to, especially in WooCommerce, you want to sell. You want this to, just to to work. And I think everybody is sort of aware of it um, that that could be a threat versus some other popular. Um, you know, e-commerce solutions, uh, proprietary systems. Um, and it is something we feel a responsibility in to make that happen, to to address that. As far as like Yith starting out as a um, theme company and now very much a plugin company, was that decision driven by Gutenberg or was that decision already happening prior to Gutenberg? I just find it very interesting watching how theme shops are dealing with you know, WordPress adopting kind of a page builder in its core? Um, themes were a really big part, of course, um, but the theme market has changed and it is very saturated, um, you know, especially the premium themes. Page builders, they do take a big part in that, but that decision to focus on plugins, solely on plugins, I think that was made, you know, three, three, four years ago even. And the the premium themes they were retired in the last six months um not being able to be you know we don't sell them anymore so now we have a a a free theme which is uh, page builder friendly works with gutenberg um a lot of the plugins have gutenberg specific um features also for for elementor we 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 work really hard to give a lot more functionality and flexibility and whether that works with our themes called uh, proteo Proteo is also a theme that now has different um, templates. So we've just released uh, our second one, which is a food-themed uh, template. Um, but that, that's, in a way, our our free maybe gift to the to community because that and a couple of plugins, you can create that seamless um, solution that you might want, you know, whether you're, you're a restaurant or pizzeria, 
that uh, need to sell online. Um, with with our solution, she can do that, and you can do that quick uh, without any issues. Oh, that's great. We're going to go for our break, folks. We'll be back. We're going to be discussing, delving more into the world of WooCommerce with Reynold. And we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Are you a WordPress consultant, designer, or small digital agency owner? Then you need WP Tonic as your trusted white-label developer partner for your next big e-learning or WooCommerce project. WP Tonic has the knowledge to help you build out custom functionality that your clients need in LearnDash, Lifter LMS, and WooCommerce. WP Tonic is well-known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with a full, no-question-asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Find out how WP Tonic's white-label services can help your agency today. Go to wp-tonic.com's homepage and book a free consultation with Jonathan. That's wp-tonic, just like the podcast. We're coming back. Um, we've had a um, bit of the history and um, talking about the company and that. So be, uh, before we went live, we were talking about maybe some subjects that would interest. And one of the things you brought up, which I thought was a great subject, was um, how WooCommerce fits in competing with the competition. And the biggest one is Shopify, but there's also a number of other SaaS-based um, and it's kind of linked to the last part of our discussion in the first half, isn't it, really? Because, you know, like what you said, you you know, you, uh, a WooCommerce site is normally only as strong as its weakest plugin. Um, so what are the strengths of WooCommerce compared and what are some of the weaknesses compared to the SaaS competition in your eyes? I think the, the biggest strength is... Uh, and, and this has been mentioned many times by you know the the, the top people at, at automatic you know democratizing commerce is a, is a really strong one I think the other strong one is uh, um, the flexibility that it gives you and also the transferable skills so if you know WordPress to jump onto woocommerce is is really easy and of course you know if you if you host um, you know, a store, it's, it's your data, which is also really important. And you can, you know, after hosting, you can really start with, um, um, you can start your store with pretty much zero. You know, you're connected to PayPal and you can make your first sale within a day without any additional cost. So for me, those are really important ones. I love the flexibility. I, I love that you can do so much more with WooCommerce than with other property systems, you know, really advanced connections and 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 customize your own solution for any type of service uh, or product and i think the service industry especially you know whether you're an accountant or or a yoga artist or uh, yoga uh, uh, <laughs> an artist or a yoga uh, class teacher um, yeah you instructor yeah, um you know woocommerce can be a, a big part of that and it also leads a little bit to the weakness because these um, these people with these professions, they are not WordPress specialists. And although, you know, teaching somebody to um, install a plugin and going through wizard, that's fine. But just a, a basic WordPress theme and WooCommerce doesn't give you a shop. You, you need to do so much more. And that's when things start to become a little bit complicated. And that, uh, that gap 
of um, you know, and, and I think this, uh, Shopify they've they've nailed that that from onboarding, you know, going through various details, picking a, a theme, you you can see very quickly where this your project is heading, and and how you can make that you know pretty uh, 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 useful. Longer down the uh, you know further down the road, um, you could put things on a balance and say cost wise, if you go for premium plugins. Yeah, it can be quite costly as well. Um, mm. But I think Shopify, they also have premium plugins or uh, extensions. It can also be really cost costly. I think that calculation or comparison, yeah, there's, there's an argument on, on both uh, sides. Um, but I think at the end, you can do whatever you want to do with your WooCommerce store, extending it, you know, using it as, as a blog or membership or moving it to another host, uh, to Kinsta, for example. I think it's such a powerful, um, you know, that ownership is just so important, at least for me. It is. Yeah, I think you, I think you're spot on with your analysis, which you would be because you're so involved in the WooCommerce. I'll give you an example. You know, um, WP Tonic specialises in the building support and hosting of um, learning management systems and e-learning. And I had a customer approach me. Um, he signed up for one of our packages, and he's based in. Um, Costa Rica and um, he wanted to take on not only PayPal but online payments and I said um, so we were you know normally I recommend the most simplest solution and then we build up and that's we're going to use Lifter LMS and we're going to use its internal shopping cart system but that only supports it does have a WooCommerce extension but only out-the-box supports either PayPal or Stripe, and Stripe does not cover Costa Rica. And then I looked at the WooCommerce, and the gateway-provided plugins are extremely limited for South America. I was quite surprised. Is that an area that has to be improved on? Because I was shocked by the poor, you know, the reviews of some of these um, plugins that provided some functionality so you could use some gateway providers that were based in South America are really poor. So I, I think there's some work that needs to be done there, don't you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, the localization of, of, of WooCommerce, and it probably also covers uh, shipping, um, it's evolving quite a lot. We, we've released a, a plugin last week, which is the PayPal commerce platform. And I know PayPal is uh, developing this um, integration with new payment types and, and currencies. So uh, speaking here in, in Europe, uh, Dutch prefer ideal payment, German, so forth, and, and so, uh, et cetera. And I can imagine... South America is quite similar, although I'm not so familiar with that. Mm. Uh, that each country has sort of their own preferred payment method, and you know, if, if you if that's not available in inside your store or so, well, that can be quite a, a, a tricky situation to market your um, your your store. I, I think there is a lot more work to be done, and I think the world, and especially WooCommerce, is well, not surprised, but you know, the the, the development and Moving into new territories definitely has its uh, challenges. Yeah, I have no idea if you could do that in Shopify. I have no idea. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean they probably got limited. So 
I've came to the conclusion there's still quite a lot of areas where setting up a store um, with or with whatever provider you're looking at is still pretty complicated. Over to you, Stephen. Um, with setting up a WooCommerce store, um, you were kind of talking about the wizards and the onboarding process of things and kind of being um, in the agency world prior to this. Um, do you feel like there's an easy pathway or they're starting to become a more easy pathway for like someone who has no knowledge of WordPress to just say, I'm going to start a WooCommerce store? Or do you think that that's a place that's best served by agencies utilizing platforms like YIF to get all of the all the modules and plugins and packages and whatever you need out of the box to set up that store? I, I think it's a, it's a space that... Um, needs to be filled by somebody. I think agencies, they, they, they provide a really important role there, but it's so customized to, to one user. And I think there are so many users that might not have that courage to engage with an agency uh, and, and you know, really want to hide behind a, a, a wizard and a step-by-step -step plan that's really easy to follow. Um, and I think maybe hosting companies will fill up that space. Um, you know, I think GoDaddy, no doubt, with the recent acquisition of uh, SkyVotes, um, are onto something to to integrate that 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 gap or that solution into into that gap. And but I also think WooCommerce needs to give a, a clear direction on where this is going because if if that's not going to happen, you will get these um, disintegrated systems, maybe all running on WooCommerce, but you might be using a GoDaddy solution, or you might be using an Elementor uh, solution that, you know, although they, they work well together because it's still WooCommerce, but you, you're not quite sure where you are. And, and if we can't transfer one thing to another or, um, you know, like you can do with, with, with your host, um, you don't really give the power back to the, to the customer anymore. So it's really difficult to address that. Um, and I think it's a bit of a race because... If that's not addressed soon enough, um, you know, Shopify and and uh, uh, um, you know they, they will they will just nail that solution because it's just so easy to get yeah. started. What are your thoughts about um, somebody creating another e-commerce solution? So right now we have like WooCommerce, Easy Digital Downloads, or like the two big big people. Um, but I feel like the more I talk to more WordPress people, everybody's like, we need, we need something else to compete against WooCommerce or Easy Digital Download to keep pushing those guys forward, right? Um, do you think there's space in the market for that? Or do you think that's pretty much all occupied by, that, by the giants? Um, it's, it's a difficult one because if I answer it from a, a user's perspective, I'd say probably there's enough choice. Um, but it depends very much what you want to do because easy digital downloads or you know using some sort of LMS solution alone might not be the right thing. Um, so, but at the same time, you know if you if you look at all these other proprietary systems, one thing for sure, competition does drive uh, innovation forward. So if there is another competitor, I think everybody will raise their game again. Uh, and 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 improve on that, and I think that's you know Shopify's really do, uh, ha, has really done that for for WooCommerce, and and will continue to do that to do so. Um, but yeah, the 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 you know that that 
uh, if there's space for another one, uh, I think from an agency point of view, you know, if I take uh, maybe your 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 point of view, I think that can only be a good thing. But they've got a lot of catching up to do um, <laughs> to make it even near to the you know the WooCommerce standard and the number of extensions that are available uh, within that ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, because you guys have what like sixty what? How many? There's an astronomical amount. Like well, yeah, it's a good, it's 110, 112 premium plus, yeah, the, the premium and so on. Yeah. So a, a question that um, I'm just going to ask for your view. It's linked to what we've just been discussing. You know, the automatic bought WooCommerce, and I think that was over three years ago, three or four years ago, and they still haven't produced a, a, a web-based platform, a SaaS WooCommerce solution, um, and I think that would, you know, that would answer some of these questions. But have you been surprised that they've not been able to really do that? And um, we're in 2020, coming to the end of 2020. Do you see that ever materialising? You know, really. I. It's a really difficult one. Um, because I can see again, you know, two sides of the the, the, the argument that the, the strength of WooCommerce is because it's not tied to anything, and you can do whatever you want. But then again, WordPress.com is a you know sort of a maybe arguably a SaaS solution. It's a host that uh, um, you know with a, with its own limited ecosystem. So why WooCommerce.com hasn't done something like WordPress.com? I'm surprised. But then at the same time, maybe it it's not up to them to fill that space. Maybe it would make it, you know, the WordPress as an open source, sorry, WooCommerce as the open source solution is different to, you know, the whole commercial um, entity, the marketplace and so on. Well, I'm just thinking as a, if I was a um, entrepreneur looking to set up an e-commerce um, in a in a marketplace, I would find it reassuring that I could go to um, Automatic and their their quick and easy solution, and then if I outgrown it, I know the code, but you know, I know that it's not going to be as difficult as just moving completely from Shopify to WooCommerce. If you know what I mean, it will to some extent it would be easier if I go for. A, a fully ho- my own hosted solution, it'd just be a bit more integrated, wouldn't it? Or you would hope it would be, wouldn't you? Yeah, and then also to make that transfer, isn't it? As a sort of almost like a springboard where you 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 set it all up, you do your research, maybe make your first sale, and then realize this is the right system to take it somewhere else and, and go for a premium host to be able to manage with that traffic that... Uh, with a sort of a lower risk um, investment, yeah. Well, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. Um, Reynolds has been kind enough to say he's going to stay on for what we call bonus content, um, which you'll be able to hear the whole interview plus the bonus content on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. So, um, Reynolds, um, what's the best way to find out more about what you're up to and what the company's up to? Um, so I think the, the blog post is always good, um, but you can always uh, contact me with, uh, you know, through LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, I think most of my handles are just another number two, uh, Ronald. 
and um, yeah, I mean, definitely engage with me. I'm always happy to to contact and speak to people. That's great. And if the best way is if you want to support the show, folks, is to go to the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Um, we've got loads of additional videos. I'm producing a lot more video than I used to. And you'll find all that content on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. So go over there, subscribe, and give some of the videos a thumb up. And also, if you really like what you're hearing, is go to um, Apple and give a, give the podcast a review. That also really helps. We'll be back next week with another great guest and another great discussion. We'll see you soon, folks. But remember, we'll remember about the bonus content and go over and see the whole interview on our YouTube channel. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week. 